Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante, and whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I want to thank you for choosing to spend your time with me and our guests here on Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, now more than ever in this turbulent time, it's important to share and spread our message of freedom and fulfillment around the globe. So if you get value from this podcast, I have a favor to ask. If you could go wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a positive rating and review, that helps us carry our message further around the globe. And if you wouldn't mind, post a link to this podcast on your Facebook page, share it on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn wherever you're at on social media. I want to thank you for helping us take our message to those people around the globe who truly need it. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you. What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. So as longtime listeners of this show know, my wife and I, we homeschool our four kids. And it's not just because of COVID-19. We've been homeschooling for the past 14 years. And we've discussed homeschooling and educational freedom on this program before. But we're going to talk about homeschooling in depth this week. In our very next episode this Wednesday, I have a long discussion with Carrie McDonald about homeschooling and specifically the attacks that have been waged on homeschooling this past year. Just as COVID-19 has forced millions of families to homeschool of the school as the schools have shut, some of these attacks have ramped up. For instance, Elizabeth Bartholet, professor at Harvard University, has called for a presumptive ban on homeschooling. The university had planned an anti-homeschooling conference. The Washington Post and Salon recently raised questions about homeschooling. So what's behind these attacks and why are they flawed? I talk about that in our next episode with Carrie McDonald. She's an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom. She's a senior education fellow at the Foundation for Economic Education, and she's also the author of Unschooled, Raising Curious, Well-Educated Children Outside the Conventional Classroom. Now, on Wednesday, we have a long discussion about what homeschooling is, misconceptions about homeschooling, and we talk in detail about the latest attacks on homeschooling. But in today's episode, if you're not able to listen to Wednesday's episode, listen to today's because it's a short excerpt in which Carrie and I discuss two things. One is the misconceptions about homeschoolers, that, that, you know, there's this monolithic entity That is kind of the profile of a homeschooler. That's not true. The homeschooling community here in the United States is incredibly diverse. We talk about that. Carrie has some interesting stats on that. And then we talk specifically about Professor Bartholet's flawed, wrongheaded attacks on homeschooling and what that is all about. Now, if you're sitting here saying, well, I don't have kids, listen, this is an important, a vital discussion. Because attacks on homeschooling aren't just attack on educational freedom, aren't just an attack on individual liberties. It's an attack on critical thinking and the freedom to raise our children as parents as we desire, which affects everyone in this country. This show is about freedom. It's about building critical thinkers, free thinkers, and that's what this week is about. So please listen to today's episode. It's a short snippet of the full conversation I have Wednesday. If you like what you hear today, come back in our very next episode for my full conversation with Carrie McDonald. I think it's important that in addition to the options, the homeschooling models and unschooling models that we're discussing, there's a lot of them out there. 
but I think people may have grown up with a certain idea of what homeschooling is um, and don't fully realize that, especially now, although it's been this way for, for a little bit, that there is a vast amount of reasons Mm-hmm. that people homeschool, um, you know, and my wife is on a v- variety of different groups. And it's interesting because we don't fall maybe in one group, you know, there's kind of the, uh, a group that call themselves the hippie homeschoolers, you know, and then there's, there's evangelical Christian homeschoolers with, a, which a lot of people, I think as Elizabeth Bartholet talks about, like, that's the only people who homeschool. Uh, there's more kind of libertarian homeschoolers, entrepreneur homeschoolers, but it's not just this monolithic block of people. Um, and I remember going to our first homeschooling conference, um, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. And just, you could look at the people entering the auditorium and, and kind of pick out, okay, they're in that group, they're in that group, but it's this, it's a vast array of types of people and, and the reasons people homeschool from religious to moral, the social on and on and on. Right. Yeah. I mean, homeschooling really now 21st century homeschooling is much more reflective of the overall U.S. population in every possible way, demographically, geographically, socioeconomically, ideologically, as diverse as the U.S. population, which is, I think, what is so surprising about the Harvard attack. And again, Professor Elizabeth Bartholet's Harvard Magazine interview, subsequent Harvard publications, which really highlight her 80-page Arizona Law Review piece that she recently published that was definitely in the pipeline well before uh, COVID-19 hit. So I think the timing is peculiar uh, in terms of us all talking about homeschooling, of course, when so many families are now at home learning with their children that uh, I'm sure was not on her radar when she submitted her Arizona Law Review piece and certainly... The Harvard Magazine article came up, but it's it provides an interesting counterpoint to kind of what we're all experiencing. One of I and mean, there's so much to say about her Arizona Law Review piece in particular. This is the Harvard Magazine um, spotlight on that that you're showing here on the screen. Um, yes, yeah. One, but one of the most surprising pieces, I think, is what you're getting at is is this vast mischaracterization of modern U.S. homeschooling, that it was really a caricature that she presented of homeschoolers as all, you know, religious evangelicals. I mean, she says twice in her Arizona Law Review piece, for example, that up to 90% of today's U.S. homeschoolers are driven by conservative Christian beliefs. And this is simply untrue. So, you know, I have a couple of things to say about this. Um, First is that the most recent data from the U.S. Department of Education on homeschooling, where families are or parents are asked their top motivators for choosing to homeschool, um, a prime motivator, the motivator that families picked most often in this particular uh, survey to say why they chose homeschooling was concern about the environment of other schools, including safety, drugs, and negative peer pressure. And only 16% of the um, respondents said that a desire to provide religious instruction Hmm. was top motivator. Uh, So the data just don't back this up. But I would also say to this larger point is, so what if 90% of today's U.S. homeschoolers were driven by conservative Christian beliefs? Why should that be uh, a rationale for heavy regulation of the practice or what she's calling for as a presumptive ban 
on homeschooling. I found that to be particularly troubling. But, you know, you're right that the, the, the U.S. homeschool population today is incredibly diverse. Um, in fact, the number of black homeschoolers doubled between 2007 and 2012 to 8% of the homeschool population. The percent of Hispanic homeschoolers in the U.S. is 25% of the homeschool population, which mirrors the Hispanic representation in the overall K-12 school age population. Uh, you see, particularly in the last decade, the most growth in homeschoolers is coming from urban secular homeschooling families like mine, who want something different for our children, who find, you know, standardized test-driven schooling to be incompatible with the realities of the 21st century innovation era. Uh, and so there's just tremendous uh, diversity in the overall homeschool population for a wide variety of reasons. And this, um, I, I really think that, that Bartholet truly mischaracterizes uh, what today's homeschoolers are like. Hey everyone, this is Kurt Mercadante, and I want to thank you for being a loyal listener to Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, in this chaotic time of coronavirus chaos, it's so important for people to have a process to define, create, and live their lives of freedom and fulfillment. I lay out just that process in my Amazon bestseller, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. And in light of this turbulent time, I've dropped the Kindle price of my book to $4.50. That's a more than $2 drop in price. I do this because I truly believe that this is a process that will help those who need freedom and fulfillment now. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps you have spent the past five years, 10 years, 15 years trading away your freedom and fulfillment for a false sense of security and a toxic job and a lifestyle that doesn't fulfill you. And now you're realizing that security was an illusion and you want your freedom now. Go to fivepillarsoffreedom.com right now. There, you can get chapter one of my book absolutely free, and there's a link to purchase the book. As I said, we have dropped the price to $4.50 for the Kindle version of my book. I know the five pillars of the freedom lifestyle will help you define, create, and start living your freedom lifestyle now. Thanks again for being a listener. I wish you a day, a week, a year of freedom and abundance.